Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 27th, 2016. My name is Philip Rosmanike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. And the NBA season has begun, and uh, someone should probably have told the Orlando Magic that after their 108-96 loss to the Miami Heat. We'll have a complete breakdown of that game as well as my big takeaway uh, from that game uh, as well moving forward uh, for the Orlando Magic. And then I'll briefly take a look at their upcoming schedule since I, I didn't get the chance to do that. I hope you all enjoyed the the. Longer podcast with Zach Oliver of Orlando Pitstripe Post, as well as our preview podcast with uh, Locked On Heats, Wes Goldberg and David Ramil. Hope you appreciated those looks in those looks uh, into those teams. A little bit of longer episodes. This one I'm going to try and keep a little bit tighter. Uh, tighter. Of I'll be actually I think I believe talking with Chris Manning of Locked On Cavs heading into the weekend uh, on tomorrow's episode. So a lot's going on. Uh, but the first place I want to start is with a word from our sponsor. BetDSI.com. If you love basketball, if you love basketball and you're ready to get into the action, you should check out BetDSI.com. They've got over 20 years in the business, top-rated business. It's a safe, safe place for your online betting if that's if that's what you're into, uh, and it's a great place to uh, to to get in get in on the action. BetDSI.com has a great basketball special right now. If you sign up today, you get ten dollars free to try their service. They've got great customer service. They're fast and easy with payments of their winnings. Hundreds of football and basketball wagers to choose from, and e- and even you can bet on the election. Yeah, I know you can bet on the election. It's it's pretty amazing. Bet DSI even has live in-game wagering on all football, basketball, and other major sporting events. You can play virtually everything at Bet DSI. Go to BetDSI.com now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there now and use the promo code MAGIC10. Get your free wager and start winning today. And if you bet on the Magic on Wednesday, they were, last when I checked in the afternoon, they were three-point favorites to defeat the Miami Heat. Uh, you did not take a good bet. And, you know, generally these first games, are, they can be a little bit of a crapshoot. I mean, we saw Golden State lose by 29. We saw the Lakers beat the Rockets. Anthony Davis scores 50 and loses. Crazy things happen in the first game of the season, and, and certainly you hope that what the Magic showed uh, during their first game this year uh, was something of an anomaly. The, the Orlando Magic fall to the Miami Heat 108-96 to at the Amway Center. They'll head off on a difficult two-game road trip now uh, to Detroit and Cleveland. We'll, t- we'll, we'll talk about the schedule uh, in just a little bit, but where they sit now is having to answer a lot of questions. Uh, The way I looked at this game uh, was very similar to last Thursday's preseason dress rehearsal. Uh, It was somewhat a tale of two halves, where the first half the Magic played okay, not great, but played okay, certainly capable of winning. They they led 53-50 at the half, and in the second half they just kind of 
let a dud. They they laid they laid a dud. And and as I said, I think last Thursday, uh, in, in reviewing that that game, the Magic have the this, these two sides to them. They have this really really good, energetic, physical defensive team in there that that's makes you believe they can be every bit as good uh, as Frank Vogel says they are. That that everyone who believes in this team believes they can be. And then they have this team that is very lethargic on defense, uh, can't really move the ball much on offense, and, and struggles to do some very, very simple and basic things that they have to do. And that's the team that we saw for much of the game, and certainly for the third quarter and much of the second half as well for the Orlando Magic. As we've said all summer, this team is about their defense, and their defense on Wednesday was not good. The Miami Heat shoot 48.5% from the floor. Although they only make 4 of 16 three-pointers, the big stat here is points in the paint. Miami scored 74 points in the paint. Let me repeat that. 74-74 points in the paint. They also had 23 second chance points and 15 fast break points. It was simply a clinic from Miami and uh, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where the breakdown was. Um, I-, I would say... It obviously starts with the guards. Um, they weren't able to, to keep uh, players, keep keep Miami players in front of them and out of the paint. Uh, it continues on to the centers. I thought Nikola Vucevic did a good job uh, moving his feet and getting in co- getting in contact, but there was no help side behind him to, to cover Hassan Whiteside. Uh, Serge Ibaka did not have a good defensive game. I, I thought he was very very late on his rotations, uh, and it was just a, a huge struggle and. You get all these multiple breakdowns, and it doesn't matter who you who you're playing. And I think a lot of followers talk to me. You know, the Magic can't be losing to a team like the Miami Heat. We don't really. I mean, again, we don't really know who these teams are yet. It could end up that this is this is the Heat are a playoff team. Who knows? But generally, people have considered the Heat out of the playoffs without Chris Bosh, and certainly after losing Dwayne Wade. And so the narrative is that this is not a game the Magic could have lost, and certainly not lost in this way. The turning point in the game certainly was the third quarter. Miami outscores Orlando 30-16 to in the third quarter. They actually score, score 27-30-28 in the final three quarters. It shows you how that defense struggled against Miami. Uh, Miami really found something, and, and the Magic just could not adjust and could not pick up the energy to, to get back into the game. Um, that is really the storyline from this game. And in that third quarter, the Magic shoot 5-for-20 from the floor. They weren't able to get into the paint weren't able to get to the foul line like they did in the first half, uh, and the Magic just fell behind and could not pick themselves back up. Miami began picking them apart as they collapsed more into the paint, and it was just a, a big struggle on the defensive end for the Magic tonight. Well, it was just uh, you know concentration, effort mostly. Uh, you just got to keep doing it over and over, and uh, the team are just going to keep driving the ball, keep going at you in the paint. And, you know they got some good you know guys, and it's tough with Whiteside. Because he's such a lob threat, you know, it's hard to help. And even if the, you know, if we help, the guards can't do much with him. And so we talked about it a lot in the shoot round, and you know, maybe uh, we focused too much on it, and you know, we, we kind of went away from what we we can do. But you know, also think it helps. You know, comes with a you know, trusting each other thing, which we'll get with time. Just building our team chemistry on both ends of the floor, that will come as well. But I was just thinking, some possession, you know, the effort wasn't there enough. Uh, you know, against a team like Miami. That was Nikola Vucevic talking after the game on Wednesday. Just a, a difficult, difficult game for the Magic. Uh, not a lot of positives to take from, from, but there were a few, and I'll, I'll highlight them in just a moment. Just run through the stats real fast. Uh, Evan Fournier leads the Magic with 20 points, but 7 for 19 shooting. 
difficult game for him. Nikola Vucevic, 17 points, 14 rebounds. Alfred Payton, actually, a surprisingly very, very good game. Uh, I thought his first half especially, he was really good at getting into the paint, causing Miami's defense to shift, really helped the Magic score 53 points and look look like a really good offense. Um, you know, their offense was certainly better than their than their defense for much of the first half and, and kept them alive. He had 16 points, 8 for 8 from the foul line, 4 for 12, though, from the floor, 5 assists, and I agree with Frank Vogel. It, it did seem like Peyton had more assists than five. Uh, really big impact on the game, and it's frankly noticeable that he was absent uh, in the second half the way he was. Now, Serge Ibaka had 14.6 for 17, seven rebounds, just one block shot. Really poor game for Ibaka, though. It seemed like he was a step slow on, on his rotations. A pl- couple of times where he did not uh, rotate in time to, to cut off ball, ball handlers. Uh, Kind of a disappointing effort on his part. And Aaron Gordon, 12 points, 5 for 11, shooting, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, not a bad game from Aaron, uh, but certainly petered off, and, and his consistency will be something to continue to watch. Uh, on the Magic side, you know, what do we take away from this game? That's that's gonna how, that's how I'll spend the next part of the podcast. What did we learn about the Orlando Magic in this game? I mean, the, the, the bottom line is this is a... One game. This is one game of a long season. Uh, it, it certainly continued some themes that we saw in the preseason. Uh, the Magic kept the turnovers down, though, 11 points. But you saw the Magic collapse a lot and give up a lot of three-pointers. Um, four, four of 16, so it didn't hurt them in the end. Uh, but Miami did hit some key three-pointers as as the Magic were trying to make the comeback in the fourth quarter. We're trying to, trying to pick up some momentum. Um the big takeaway to me is this is still a team coming together, and th- and that that's an that's that that feels like an excuse, and it feels like something that everyone's still kind of saying about this team. But it's really true; they're not together yet. They they've played two games as a fully healthy unit. Um, you know, Bismack Biombo was obviously out on Wednesday because of the suspension for flagrant foul accumulation, uh, and so the Magic were not whole, and, and you could tell. You know, Evan Fournier, I think, said it. They really missed Biz. Aaron Gordon said it. They really missed Biz. Bismack Biombo is going to be a very important player to this team. He's, he brings instant energy. He's going to rim protect. You're, you're never going to question his defensive effort. And there were some open, you know, you heard Vucevic there. There were some open questions about the team's defensive effort tonight. And to me, that's the big concern, and that's the big takeaway from this team. We've talked about it all summer. This team needs its defense to be the anchor. When everything else is going wrong, the defense has to be consistent. And tonight, that defense let them down in a big way. The Heat, they had, I think, a 108 def- offensive rating. That's not going to get the job done for the Magic. That's not a path to success. That's not a a way for this team to be successful. The Magic must play good defense. They must play good defense. And they did some nice things. There were there were really good moments tonight. Just like there have been really good moments throughout the preseason, throughout this early season. The Magic were able to corral players, were able to, to make the initial stop on a lot of occasions, especially in the first quarter. I mean, Miami scores 23 points in the first quarter. Orlando looked good. And there were moments even in the fourth quarter that the Magic looked good. But those moments just didn't last long enough. And that's been a constant concern throughout... This uh, throughout this early season part, the the big take again the big takeaway to me is the Magic's defense has not quite sunk in yet, for whatever reason. 
it just hasn't come together, whether it's trust that you're going to be in the right spot or communication of where to be or how to uh, or how to, uh, to to get to the right spot or, or, or what comes next uh, in the rotation. That's you could tell that there were there were missteps where a, a guy would switch and he isn't he wasn't supposed to switch or the, the other guy didn't switch like he was supposed to. Uh, there were parts where, you know, a player was unsure whether to hedge or show, and and that uncertainty, that 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 little moment of of uncertainty, tears the defense apart. It, it, it's it's really a collective unit that hasn't quite come together yet, and it showed itself on numerous occasions in this game, and it hurts the Magic in every fa- in every factor. Um, Evan Fournier said something really interesting that it's really all connected. The offense and defense are really, really connected. And oftentimes we say, you know, a team misses a shot and it affects his defense. It's really clear for this team that their defense affects their offense. That if the Magic do not get a stop, if the Magic do not, you know, get out in transition, then they got to go up against a set defense for Miami and a half-court half court defense and run a half-court offense, and that can be shaky. Uh, Frank Vogel admitted after the game, the Magic just flatly did not execute. They did not play with the energy they needed, the intensity that they needed to take on a Miami Heat team that ramped itself up at halftime. The Magic did not come out of the locker room ready to play. And that part is certainly distressing. But at the same time, too, it was also very clear what the problem was. The Magic would take a bad shot, the rebound would come out long. Miami would take it. They go. They go down transition to the other end, or the Magic would be trying to force an force some offense, uh, try and force to get an offensive rebound, leave the backside exposed, bring the fast break on on against them, and now they're playing against a non-set defense. When the Magic do set their defense, they were okay. They weren't great, but they were okay. They had problems with the offensive rebound, obviously. And Miami was just all over the place. Miami was ready to play today. Orlando wasn't quite at that intensity, but they certainly showed that they have the talent, they had the ability to to compete. It just never really came. We were just waiting for it to come, and it just never clicked in. And it clicked in on Thursday against New Orleans. It clicked in very, very clearly against New Orleans, and it never clicked in against Miami. Well, now this one counts. Now they're 0-1. Now they've got a lesson to learn, and that lesson, hopefully is that the defense has to be on all the time. And it's okay if they make mistakes, but they can't be leaving their teammates in a lurch, and they've got to make sure that they're all on the same page. And, and they're just not all on the same page yet. For for whatever reason, they're not all on the same page yet. Uh, and so this is where the Magic are sitting right now. There's still a team that looks like they're in the preseason a little bit. There's still a team that uh, is still fighting for its identity. And it'll come. I, I, I have faith that, that this team, it's one game, I'm not going to panic. There certainly were some signs that were similar to what we saw in the preseason. And in the preseason, it's okay to say, you know, you got to be better today than you were the last game. That's That was my motto throughout the preseason. Now they count. And, and I do want to see the Magic begin to crystallize their identity and crystallize who they're going to be because what they were tonight was certainly unacceptable, certainly not good enough, and certainly needs to change, and, and maybe this will be the wake-up call they need to do so. Uh, maybe going out on the road will give them 
give them that ability to do so, or maybe Miami's just a bad matchup. Who knows? Uh, but the Magic need to need to change just just a little bit to uh, to to take that next step and to to become the team that they want to be. Okay, uh, we're gonna move on quickly now and talk a little bit about the upcoming schedule. Um, I had this planned uh, for one of the shows, but the other shows went long this week. I do want to talk quickly about what's coming up. On the Orlando Magic schedule, uh, they start a three-game road trip uh, beginning Friday, so they'll be practicing in Orlando tomorrow, uh, and then heading up north, they'll play the Detroit Pistons on Friday, a, a difficult game, although Detroit lost to Toronto, similar fashion to Orlando, actually, I, I saw some quotes from Stan Van Gundy, and I'll probably be watching this Pistons game uh, tomorrow at some point on Thursday, um, very, very similar to, to the Magic, Uh Sandrine Gundy was not happy with their defense and their their effort level against the Raptors, and they got routed. The Raptors are probably a little bit different than the Heat, though. Uh, and so they'll, you know, like the Magic, they'll be coming into this game Friday pretty fired up, and it'll be their opening night at, at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Uh, so it's going to be a, a difficult game against the Detroit Pistons. Not as difficult as the one to play Saturday in Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. That's going to be a hoot and a half. Then they'll close that road trip on Tuesday against Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia. And then they get a few home games, a uh, couple, maybe a couple chances to get, to get some wins. Sacramento and Wash and Washington next Thursday and Saturday, followed by a trip to Chicago next Monday, uh, and then Minnesota and Utah at home uh, before they head to Oklahoma City to take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's their opening schedule. And when you look at this, there are some chances to win to get some wins. I think people would have said that the Miami game was a chance to get a win. Obviously, that didn't happen. These early season games can be a little bit of a crapshoot. Um, no doubt. Teams are still figuring themselves out. Uh, it's small sample sizes still. It, it's hard to get a good sense of who these teams are quite yet. No one's no one's kind of set themselves yet. And so results could be very wild. The Magic have put an emphasis on getting off to a good start. And Frank Vogel said before Wednesday's game, every game is important. We believe this game is as important as games in April. Obviously, they didn't play like it, but that's that's the going mantra. They've, they've, they, these games are important, especially these games against Eastern Conference teams. It's very, very possible that you know they lose Friday. Uh, I would certainly believe that they'll lose Saturday, and so you got to target next Tuesday at Philadelphia as a chance to get a win. You got to target Thursday against Sacramento as a chance to get a win. You got to target games against similar opponents in Washington and Chicago as chances to get a win. The opening 10 games are not easy. This is not an easy slate for the Magic to start off the season. Um, They don't play as many playoff teams as you would think. Utah, Minnesota, Washington, Chicago, Sacramento, Philadelphia. Those are not playoff teams, uh, but Washington certainly expected to compete for playoffs. Chicago is. Minnesota is. Utah Utah certainly is. Oklahoma City certainly is. Um, These are are not going to be easy games. and The Magic have to find themselves very, very quickly or... They'll be digging themselves out of a hole. The good news is this is just one game. The, the Magic played one game against Miami, and it wasn't a good game, but it is just one game. The sky is not falling. There's still a chance to right the ship. It could be a wake-up call. It could be anything. We don't know what the pattern is quite yet. There are some concerning signs. There are some things that that I scratch my head about and worry a little bit about, but everything seems correctable right now. The Magic can figure out their offense. They can figure out how to get more movement, how to play with more intensity on that end. And they can learn the rotations. The rotations aren't down yet, but they showed plenty of signs of promise that they can do that. And so 
you know, I look at this early season schedule and outside of Cleveland, the Magic have the talent to compete in every single one of these games. There's no reason to believe that they cannot compete and win these game win these games. Whether they will or not is going to be up to them in the effort that they put in because what they did Wednesday certainly wasn't and Wednesday was certainly a game that many people thought the Magic were going to win. They're obviously the betting favorites um and you know, they're the fan-sided, you know, our our fan-sided celebrity guest pickers. Everyone but two people picked the mag- picked the Magic to win. So Disappointing effort on Wednesday. Not anything they can't correct. Correct. Not anything that they can't right the ship with and get off to a good start with with this semi challenging schedule that they're going to have. It's 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 a tough road ahead for the Magic because uh, they've still got to grow together. It's very clear they do. They probably needed a healthy preseason. They didn't get it. You can't go back and do anything about it now. Um, they're certainly. Seemed healthier. I think getting Bismack Biombo will help tremendously. A lot of the problems I think they had defensively, especially in that third quarter, they could have used an injection of energy uh, with Biombo. He's he's just able to do a lot, and, and everyone seems to know it. And so being whole again, I think, is going to help this team a little bit, hopefully get back on the right ship, and hopefully we see a better game on Friday against the Detroit Pistons. So that's a that's a quick look at uh, the start at the at the first couple games couple weeks for the Orlando Magic. We'll obviously be reviewing those as we go through the season here uh, on Locked on Magic. All right, I need to go to bed. I need to to wrap things up here. The Orlando Magic fall to the Miami Heat, 108-96 to at the Amway Center. Tough, tough loss for the team. Very, very disappointing effort, certainly on a night that was very, very emotional. If you didn't, if you weren't at the Amway Center, the tribute that the Magic did to the, to the Pulse nightclub victims and survivors uh, was incredibly moving. Um, they hung a banner uh, in the Amway Center with the number 49 uh, in remembrance of of those that were lost during the Pulse nightclub shooting. Be sure to go check that out. on. Or- I, I'm sure the Magic have posted it by now, orlandomagic.com. I'm sure we'll have it. I'll, I'll be writing a little bit about, about it as well on, on Thursday, I hope. So either Thursday or Friday, you'll, you'll see something on it. Uh, and uh, be sure to check that out. I'll, I'll, I'll share a link if I can find one as well. Um Incredibly, uh, incredibly moving night. Incredibly emotional way to start the night. Uh, the game did not go the way the Magic wanted to, but fortunately, there are 40 more home games and 81 more games total to go. It's just one step on the path, and there's a long, long way to go for the Magic. So, be concerned. Definitely be concerned. Definitely be frustrated. Definitely be a little bit of a little bit upset. But don't give up. Don't panic. There's still so much time to go. I know I got a lot of panic on my timeline. A lot of people are frustrated. Uh, with this team, but long, long way to go for this Magic team, so not quite time to give up, but it is time for this podcast to end. Uh, I'll join you guys tomorrow with a preview of this weekend's action, as well as I, I believe I'll be ho- talking to Chris Manning of Locked On Cavaliers, so be on the lookout for that tomorrow. Until then, thank you all for listening. I will see you all tomorrow. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. 
Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.